Hi, you are listening to the Kick Aspirational Podcast. We are in season two, and this is episode two. This is a brand new year. It's 2019. We're still in January. And uh, I am sitting with Ben Physic from Australia here in Southern California. Uh, and we're going to be talking about kick aspirational things, how people can break through barriers in their life and do more than they thought they could. So welcome, Ben. Welcome to California. Dave, thank you so much. I just have to put the American accent in there. I don't know why I did. <laughs> it's just really I, cool. love, I love the American accent, but I especially like it when an Australian makes the American accent. The land down under. Oh. I love it when <laughs> Mate, the American Australia makes day. the Aussie accent. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll try not to insult Dundee. Australians. Um, so, <laughs> so you guys just had Australia Day, right? No, not yet. No, uh, in uh, what day is it? What's the date? Yeah, it's the twenty, the twenty-sixth. I'm going to get in trouble oh, 26th. here. Twenty-sixth. Twenty-sixth of January, Australia Day. So we're going to we're going to celebrate Australia Day American style on the beach. We've got beach cricket. We've got some banners. We'll have a barbie. Oh yeah, yeah. in in Laguna. In Laguna. Oh, dude. Yeah, the birthplace of excess. We love we love we love Australia Day in, in Laguna Beach. <laughs> no, we're super stoked. Australia. Um, and happy to support it. Um, I've been in Australia during Australia Day, and it's uh, it's it's tons and tons of fun. Mm. Yeah. It reminds me of Fourth of July in the U.S. It is, yeah. It's a beautiful day. It is it really it just it's a Barbie day, you know. Barbie you day, back to, which means having a barbecue. Basics. Yeah. So you um you just landed this morning. We did. We landed six thirty this morning, and what are we at lunchtimes or thereabouts? And so, if it wasn't for rhodiola and and neutralite, we'd be sort of <laughs> struggling a little bit. I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You wouldn't believe. I didn't, didn't even sleep on the plane. I was that excited. Coming oh my gosh! There. And how many how many people did you bring with you to? Well, Southern California. Well, there's 27 of us. Oh, yeah, wow. 27. And uh, so a major portion of them funded this trip themselves. Some of the guys qualified for the Neutralite experience. So we managed to, this has been probably two or three years in the thinking to, to get to get where we are right now. And it's been, everything's just falling into place. I can't believe it. It's amazing. It's a, it's a, it's a real light. It's a real um, dream. A man with a dream won't be denied kind of story, you know. Awesome. I had a vision to get here and we did it. We got him here. And, and your story, I mean, your, the, I mean the, the, the business that you've been building that's been exploding is Weight Loss Coaching Works. That's the name of it, right? WLCW Weight Loss Coaching Works. Am I getting that right? That's right. Yeah. So we, we began our business as IBOs 13 or so years ago and then, you know, always had an intention to, 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 you know, build people. And along the way, we found that the best way to build people was to help them with, with, with their health. So we developed a system and, you know, it worked. It just worked. And then one day out of the blue, someone said, what do you call your business? And we're like, well, let's call it Weight Loss Coaching Works. Yeah, yeah. And I did a little publisher. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix your, your scarf there so I can see the WLCW logo. That's really is. cool. Yeah, get a selfie with me. <laughs> and, I, uh, and so it's turned in from a publisher dodgy little logo my, on my little Microsoft computer yeah. to literally a couple of years ago, we had someone professionally put it together and it's a, it's a company now and it's, it's getting exciting. Yeah. And um, so your, your background, so let's, let's, uh, so you're from uh, Sydney, Australia, Sydney, yeah. the Sydney area. Yep. We're in Sydney specifically. Well, I, here's funny. I live at Castle Hill. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is where, where Amway is. Sure. So literally when I qualified platinum, I walked to Amway. <laughs> <laughs> We have people now that get trips to <laughs> Bali or so they're guys that are platinum. Yeah, we just saw each other in Bali in November, right? Yeah, so they're yeah. getting overnight stays. And I literally walked to my first platinum forum. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my hometown. And uh, yeah, so that's where I've gr- always, uh, that's where I've grown up. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, I always love it when, you know, people build businesses all over the world, but when it happens right in the backyard of, literally. You know, of, a, of an Amway office. That's Acres exciting. of diamonds, yeah. And you've been, how long have you been working with Amway and Excess and Neutralite and all those brands? Well, in 2000 and 
six was when I began. And this is funny because we're about to catch up with Dr. Sam. And the first time I met Dr. Sam was on the beach at Bondi. I mean, guys that know Sydney, Bondi is probably one of the oh, best, you know. Busy beach. Cool yeah. beach. And yeah. we did what, what's called the City to Surf. And we turned up for the City to Surf, walked to the end. There was a couple thousand of these IBOs all dressed in green. And we, we caught up and got a photo with Sam. And it oh, was wow. kind of then where I first met Sam and sort of got a bit of a vision for who this guy was and how he just lived and lived the principles and I'm not, not and, sure. And how old was Sam at the time? He must have been well, in the 70s. I reckon, well, I did some maths. I worked it. I think he's 82. So he would have been 72, you know. And he was, was 72. He looked like he was, oh, we've got a photo. I mean, yeah. he's on that photo I showed you. He's like, yeah. looks like he, in his mid 50s. Right. And he was doing a marathon. Yeah, no, right. it was a city to surf. You know, he ran surf. it okay. and he ran a real good time. We walked it. All of us walked it. I think he ran. Yeah. And just goes to show, you know, he's powered by Neutralite. And we all had shirts powered by Double X. And it was kind of then that I sort of thought to myself, no, I would really need to sort of, you know, get serious about this. And that was, yeah, 13 years ago. And Neutralite is a sister brand to XS. So XS is about sports nutrition and ener- healthy energy drinks and stuff. Neutralite's all about f- all the way from the farm to the tablet, yeah, right? About that traceability, knowing that these kind of, you know, or- organic grade. Uh, alfalfa whole food products mm. are getting put mm. right into a tablet they're going to help transform your life right there's nothing better yeah literally <laughs> i mean 2009 i came to the institute where, where we are right now as a part of an emerging leader program and spent two and a half days here and just got submerged with health came home a different man came home focused with a vision you know to to to, to get the story out there and tell more people it was you know sold and so 10 years later here we are again back and with a bunch of people to, almost 30 people with you that can sort of go back and tell the story as well yeah so do you do you feel like when you're thinking about you know the business you're building obviously there's products involved in it um and there's a business opportunity tied to it that's why you're building it <laughs> when you're building that you know with with uh, weight loss weight loss coaching works um are you trying to sell products are you creating experiences are you building relationships what do you how does that how does that come together well i mean we, if you think about right now when we sit in, in front of a group of people on Thursday night back in Sydney, we, we sat in a room and people sat in there and they listened and you could just see in their eyes that people just wanted hope. They wanted health and hope. And so that's what we sell. We sell them hope. We sell them a, a healthy lifestyle. And ultimately, at the end of that, I find that we open up the doors of hope. Yeah. And, you know, if they choose to build a business, then good on them. If they don't, then they've got healthy along the way. And we find if we help enough people get healthy... They love just joining in on the crusade or the mission to help others as well. And so, yeah, we're, we're not selling products. We're not selling business opportunities. We're just selling hope to people. And then when you do that with real heart, people sense that and a lot of people follow you. We found a lot of people following us. Right, because they feel like you actually care about them. We genuinely, ultimately care, yeah. So, you know, everyone's got a story and we find people connect to stories and, you know, we're, we're batting them away right now. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't deal with them all. They're everywhere. You were showing me a video of of a meeting you recently had to get get a group of people started about fifty of them, and yeah. it was just packed. People had to get there early to even get in the door. Is it's that right? like people are reserving seats now. Yeah, like in this room <laughs> to get up the front so they can you know get a good spot, and it's getting like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. I mean, last we're all here in Sydney, our twenty in um, in LA, and last night I think we had a similar scenario. Wow. You know, we've all, all the leaders, the core leaders were over here and the same thing it was happening again last night. Just exploding. Night. Yeah. So what's, you know, I think a lot of people have tried weight loss or diet programs and, you know, maybe lost a little weight, but then it comes back. Um, what's the fundamental, how, how is your system or your coaching network different than maybe what people have experienced before? Well, there's, there's three ways. We, we, we teach people up front that it's real food. We're very big on food. You can't 
replace food. Or there's a place in the market for meal replacements, but we're very much focused on food first, and uh, we let them decide whether they want to take something in addition to that. Uh, we, we hold them accountable. That's one of our other core values is they're always accountable. So accountability is the big secret. I think that's, that's today what holds people in the game. It's not just weekly accountability, it's daily. Yeah. And they're connecting with people that really, really genuinely care, that have been through the path before and they can look them in the eye and they can say trust me keep going man it's going you're going to get there oh, cool. and people really need that and then yeah, as a personal trainer and a physiologist as that i was always focused predominantly on exercise i thought the harder the harder you work the more calories you burn you know yeah but you can't outwork a bad diet you can't really outwork right. a bad diet so you know we've brought the exercise component right back to just walking in the early days and just and just getting a certain amount of steps every day so and it's really kind of sustainable activity. And sustainable it's really diet. easy. Everybody can do it. I mean, if they can't walk, they move. Right. Literally. So it's real food accountability, walking slash movement. And when you form the habits, it's it, we find most people keep it off. And when, and when it becomes a lifestyle, effectively, it's right? what it is. You never. Yeah. It's not a diet. You never. Yeah. You, you don't finish it. You once you start, you're on it forever. You're on it for life. Yeah. And what? Um, what was your background before you got started in 2006? What, what? What were you doing first? Yeah, I was a personal trainer. I, I came out of. Well, ultimately, my first dream was to play AFL football. Oh, wow. That's Australian... Wait, Australian Football League, and uh, that's sort of... By the way, this is my favourite... Aussie, that's Aussie Rules football. Aussie correct? Rules football, yeah. That is my favourite sport on earth to watch. I know it may sound strange for an American to say that. It's like, okay, I love... I get bored if some if sports are stopping too yeah, much. Yeah, like yeah, baseball, yeah. for me, no offence, America, it's just not my thing to watch. <laughs> it's just too slow. Um, I struggle with football, though now I've become a bigger fan of football lately, but... You know, soccer, hockey, um, basketball, at least there's constant movement. AFL is like all those things on steroids. Mm, it's mm, just, I mean, mm. hopefully no one's using steroids, but I'm just saying it's like it's just amplified. It's just constant movement. It's like triathletes like is, with wrecking yeah. balls. Just, and is you're coming in from all angles. Yeah. I mean, you, don't, you don't really understand it, so you've sat through a game and watched it live. You don't, you don't get the same thing on TV. There's no padding. Yeah. I mean, these guys sometimes, some of them run 15 kilometres a game, which is a lot of 12, 13 miles. So it's not even like the big rugby players who are you know, always in a scrum. I mean, this is like real constant movement, 15K in a game. Well, some like, of them up to 20, yeah, wow. 20K. Which 10 is, miles in a game. Yeah. yeah, that's quite a lot of running. So they're very fit. And that was my dream. As a kid, all I wanted to do was play AFL. That's what I and wanted. Who's your team? Is it the Swans? Uh, I live in yeah. The Sydney Swans are my team that I support now. I would have played for anyone, mind you. <laughs> right. And then when you get to that age where you sort of lose, you know, they don't look at you once you turn 19. You sort of have to focus to something else. So personal training, personal training, business. Got excited. Some guy called me up out of the blue and said, "Hey, check this thing out." And I went and sat down with him and joined him as we all do, most and times. Why? What was attractive to you about joining? About you know, starting your own business? The opportunity to just for the the growth that I could get out of it. I mean, he told me the definition of intelligence is the ability to entertain a new idea. And at the time, I really didn't understand business. So I looked into this and I saw the leverage it could have. I saw the international opportunity that came with it. I saw the very, very low overhead, if not zero overhead in traditional business today. And I do have a traditional business, a personal training business, which bricks and mortar and rent and staff and overheads is huge. So it was really attractive to know to me that I basically had an unlimited growth with really no overhead. And, you know, as with most things, it takes a little while to get good at it. And right. we've just, you know, eventually just got good at it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing pretty well. I mean, you've just broken through a big barrier in the business, uh, what we call diamond in this business. And, um, and you've got tremendous growth happening across your team. So obviously bigger things are coming. Um, 
when you got started, was that coaching and mentorship something that made a difference in how you developed and were able to build it? Yeah, big time. Yeah, people join people. We all we, we know that, and it's leadership driven. And one thing that we've learnt through our coaches is that it's not just about <clears throat> being ruthless or being hard on people or telling them what they need to do. Sometimes you, need, you tell them what they want to hear rather than what they need to hear. And you know, we love people no matter what. We've got a bit of a theme of unconditional love through our teams. And um, we listen to a lot of John Maxwell, who oh, yeah. is one of the mentors that we take a lot of his guide. We listen to his talks every morning, and um, you know, his word of the day and. He's you know, all about leadership, right? Leadership. Maybe the best leadership speaker on the planet, John Maxwell. I mean, he's incredible. So, you know, we like to we, we, we like to say we practice servant leadership with our team. You know, we don't tell them what to do. We lead them and they follow. Yeah, what, is, what does that mean? What does servant leadership mean? Well, we're willing to do it as well. You know, we're not managing people. Right. We're not sitting at there on top of the corporate ladder, sitting back, you know, thinking we've made it. You know, all of our guys are just really, you know, willing to, 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 to do whatever it takes to help someone. There's a bit of a mission behind us is we, we like to think of the, the theme of no one gets left behind. All right. Um, my boy, we've got three boys. My wife, Janie, and my three boys went to the movies a couple of years ago and we watched the movie Trolls. I don't know if oh, you've yeah. seen Trolls. Yeah, 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 it's kind of funny. It's good songs, but there's a theme behind Trolls was no troll gets left behind. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll all go back and get their trolls. And so we, we're always, we love to practice that principle. There's no, no one gets left behind in our is it with our mantra and so it's kind of what servant leadership is for us and that means that you're helping people stay accountable as much as they're responsible to be accountable to a program is that right yeah you learn you do you teach and you live that's awesome so you learn to teach and then you live the program we find people will follow you my, my dad uh my dad's always said to me the harder you work the luckier you get and i've always worked hard but i think you've got to have the right vehicle as well but when we were growing up he took us to the movies and i don't know if you remember the movie field of dreams oh yeah of course with kevin costner it's his favorite movie oh wow and it was if always you build it, they will come. if you build it they will come and so we thought you know live it and they will come so we live the program people come they follow and you know that's that's it's probably the, the thing that's got us to where we are right now is our team lives it if you're not willing to live it right and you're on the journey yourself i mean if you're not a product of the product, as Dr. Sam says, then it's pretty hard to sort of lead people. I love that. I think the, um, you know, it, it, there's a saying, <laughs> I think it's gl more global, but, you know, it's you have to be willing to eat your own dog food, basically, mm -hmm. which it sounds a little strange, but it's, you know, if you have a product that you're promoting, you better be using it, you better be breathing it, you mm. better be living mm. it. And I think when, when you breathe it, when it becomes a, a lifestyle rather than just an add-on, then people, you know, if they want to be in relationship with you, they realize that this is part of the program. Totally, yeah. It's not negotiable. I mean, if you, I've got my vitamins within an arm's reach right now. I can grab yeah. them for our little product. Right the product. The Literally, there it's it is. <laughs> Can't go past that. And I, I heard the other day, actually, I don't know what audio it was on, but the CEO of Coca-Cola's, I think, got massive fined or sacked or thereabouts because his son got caught drinking Pepsi Cola. Oh yeah. And it just doesn't make sense, does it? If you're not a product of your own product, it just doesn't make sense. So, that, yeah. You've got to live, eat, and breathe it, and people will follow, and it's easy. You don't have to sell. Well, that was a question somebody asked me today. They said, how many excess do you drink? Mm. And I was like, well, you know, everyone, everyone needs to figure out their own number. Um, I'm a large, large, active person who... You sound you know, like you've answered that a few times yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to copy that as well. That so I drink about six or eight a day, but, I, I, you know, that works for me, and my wife drinks too. And, but I, I guess the point is, you know... I loved it when my younger son was caught selling them at school in grade school. Mm -hmm. I had never told him to sell it. I don't recommend that kids sell it. <laughs> um, but he just always saw me using it, sharing it. Yeah. We let the kids have a little bit, help them with some of their, their um, you know, focus and things. And, uh, 
and, and I loved, but, but the thing that I loved is when he came home and, you know, he had this pile of cash because he, he had been selling it. He goes, I said, how are you selling all these? He goes, Dad, I don't sell them. I just let kids try them. Yeah. And then they want to buy them. And he said, I get in trouble when, they, when I open my bag and they know I have them in there because, because they want them. And I think, you know, to me, that was not only a big thing for, you know, when I was happy he was an entrepreneur, I, we did redirect his activities a little bit, but it was this idea that he didn't even think he was in business. He wasn't thinking about selling. He was just exchanging value with his yeah, friends and yeah. getting value back. And I think to me, that's the essence of, of a great relationship, you know, whether it's economic at an entrepreneurial level, whether yeah. it's socially, whether it's politically, whether it's, you know, at a, at a spiritual level. But I think it's that when you're adding value to somebody's life, they give you value back. That's it. Like that's to me, that's the essence of what we're all about. And sometimes it gets confusing when there's products or you know, events tied up in the middle of it. But totally. To me, yeah, that's all it and is. And people always say, I hate selling. I'm not a salesperson. I say, great, you're going to love this <laughs> Perfect. Then. First of <laughs> all, you live the program. People. people will ask you. And there's not one person on the planet, bar none, that we've ever, ever come across that has done what we, what we say, has not paid it forward, as we say. Right. And paid it forward to many people. And like you talk, you talk about your son, we love teaching our... Um, oh, I'm very passionate about this. I'm very, very, very passionate about the... Um, the health of our kids and I know mm. that there's a lot of money being spent on childhoods and you know obesity they're saying kids won't outlive their parents now and we're very adamant with this is we don't focus on kids we focus on parents we get the parents healthy and we find the kids follow in the in the in the footsteps of their parents and we're calling them the healthy kids we've got a healthy yeah. kid brigade that are following in their footsteps parents and they're oh, not great. doing what their parents say they're doing what their parents do exactly they're becoming copycats it's monkey see monkey do and I'm sure that you know Skylar's probably practiced watching seeing you selling excess Monkey both see, both boys, do. yeah. But we have two yeah. sons, Skylar and Will. And the younger one was the one who got kept getting caught. But uh, you know, the older one too. I mean, Skylar has um, has his own business. He's an IBO, and, and uh, you know, he's he's got a, a silver a silver silver business. He was in Spain for a year and a half. But but I think you know, for us, it was about helping the boys find their passions, their dreams. Whether it was working with us or doing their own thing, we never put pressure on them. And mm. I think when you, to your point, when you do it and you do it in a in a way that's compelling, that's you know, it attract, it's attractive, then even your kids might end up, you know, um, fo following in your footsteps. I think, when, you know, the, one of the problems I've seen, and we see it in sports, we see it in a lot of areas, right? especially here, and I, I know in Australia too, is you see these parents trying to live vicariously through their children, trying yeah. to force their kids to do yeah. things that they wish they had done. And that tends to backfire, I think, you know, um, versus, you know, my wife and I surf, so our kids fell in love with the beach and surfing. My wife and I love to ski and snowboard. Our kids fell in love with snowboarding. Um, you know, it's, it's just when you do it in a way that's fun, you're not pushing them, you're making it a great day every time they do it, of course they're going to like it. Yeah. You know, um, we did have to limit screen time because <laughs> yeah. they like that a little too much. These days, yeah, for But, sure. you know, but once you, once you realize, hey, there's a whole world out there. Our, it's funny, our younger son never liked to eat. You know, he, we really struggle with, with food choices with him. He has become the healthiest eater in our family. Um, he has become the one that he has encourages his friends to put their screens yeah, down and I do love other that. things together, I love right? That. Yeah. Because we just showed them that, hey, look, you can have some screen time. It's not bad. But look at the other opportunities that are right, right outside our door. Like, there's so much you can do. Like, you live in Sydney, there's amazing things to do right outside the door. There's beaches and water and biking and sport. I mean, once you figure all that out, I mean, yeah, screens are okay, but man, it's not better than living, mm, mm. right? And I think uh, it seems like with, with weight loss coaching for life, you're, you're demonstrating it, you're doing it, you know, you're, you're effectively, you know, I hate the, 
<laughs> I like to say you're eating your own dog food, even though it's not dog food. It's like <laughs> such great nutrition, but but you're you're living it and teaching people how we to experience are. it and, and you as a team. And you don't need a gym, you don't need a facility, you need a footpath right. to walk out on in the morning. And someone <laughs> right. said someone said to me, oh, "I've got a treadmill, should I use it?" I said, "No, go outside and walk with your spouse and and in, and smell the." the fresh air and get out there and enjoy life and get outside and walk on the beach or wherever. Right. And then we found people are addicted to walking. Oh yeah. Addicted to it. They, if they don't start the day with a morning walk, they are cranky all day. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it's a huge difference. Really, really, really. It's my best hot tip for anyone right now wanting to get their life started and get healthy. Is just get up in the morning, go for a walk, walk to your letterbox. Right. And if when you get to the letterbox, you kind of think, oh yeah, I'll keep walking. Then yeah. keep walking. Don't think you're going to do a half an hour, 45 minute walk. Just get up and walk, put your shoes on keep and you going. trick yourself into it. Yeah, yeah. keep going. And that, it's like Forrest Gump. You just kept walking. You got to be careful. You walk outside that door. Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. the, um, I, was, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's in politics. We worked in politics together in the, in the 90s. And um, his name's Paul Jacob. And I saw him and he had lost all this weight. And I said, Paul, what, what have you been doing? He goes, well, we bought a dog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, how does a dog help you lose weight? He goes, well, I don't have to walk myself, but you have to walk the dog That's every right. day. Right? Yeah. And it was that process of kind of living, kind of making it not about himself and his own weight loss. So it was, became about keeping this dog, you know, letting the dog do its thing and get it out there and exercise it. That actually helped him get in better shape. That's right. Yeah. Booby trap yourself. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do that. Don't they? And dogs <laughs> even. We, we take before and after photos of dogs sometimes. And we found the dog loses weight in the program as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Well, so you've got, you've got 30 people here in Southern California. What's, what do you have planned this week? Well, we're going to hang out here with, uh, in about 15 or so minutes, we're going to catch up with Dr. Sam, which is pretty incredible to be able to say we did that and to hear some of his stories. So Dr. Sam was... Dr. Sam's the son of Carl who founded Neutralite back in the 30s and I think we're up to, what, 85 or so years ago. Right. So, you know... So Carl Renborg was the founder of Neutralite, uh, long past, but he noticed during the box, I think it was in China during the Boxer Rebellion that people who were forced into almost a starvation program when they were concentrating mm. uh, plants they did better than people trying to eat other things that's so right he started studying that and he created one of the first supplement companies correct? and they thought it was crazy it took him right. years it took him maybe 15 20 years to get anyone to buy his product and double x i think was named because i think it was 20 dollars right double x was the pro- was was the name it was 20 dollars, and he couldn't sell it and i think I was just talking to Bob outside, and I couldn't remember the lady's name, but her name was Alma Stewart, I think, or okay. Alma. She was the first ever lady to use the product and then sell it to her friends. Oh, cool. So and she was one of the first people actually, like a Neutralite distributor. She was like a distributor without it before it became a distributorship, and right. she was the product of the product who just sold it to her friends, whereas Carl's out there trying to do seminars and tell everyone of the benefits of phytonutrients or Neutralites or whatever. At the end of the day, statistics stunk, stories sold. Right. And stories is sort of where it started. And that's what we have now f- worked out ourselves is that we love sharing stories. Sure. And we've, you know, 85 years later, people sometimes gloss over the fact that someone's just got their health back. Right. Or they feel so much energy or their skin's improved or their cholesterol's changed or their blood pressure's dropped. Right. Well, you can see, we talk about the visual, we look at people eight weeks later after starting a supplementation program i can see in their skin straight away whether they supplement it's right. as clear as day to me yeah so neutralite was the start of the the i guess the the business and 85 years later here we are today and i was only thinking the other day about the timeline of 1934 all the way through i was waiting for the 100 year celebration i can't wait i'm gonna oh be around gosh. there when yeah. when, it, when neutralite turns 100 it's we'll be, be here and we're gonna have some stories to tell on that day i reckon it's amazing yeah. well, you, you look at like so 
Nutrilite is kind of a sister brand with XS. We're both kind of in the nutrition space at Amway. Um, so Carl founded it. Sam is now kind of the figurehead for the business. He's in his early 80s. Yeah, he, yeah. How old is he? Is he 82? I think he's just stopped running marathons. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, yeah. I did the... So last year, I did the Honolulu Marathon with him, and we did the 10K portion of wow. it. Wow, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, there's a point where maybe, you know, a marathon isn't the best thing for your body, but it's... Uh, he's still walking it. He feels great. He still skis. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of amazing. I look at him, and I... It gives me hope. That, mm, product of the product. You know, yeah. if we keep doing this, it, it, life can get better. Um, so you guys are here. You're going to meet gonna with head, Dr. Sam. And then we're going to head down to, we've, we heard about this place called the Center of Optimal Fun. Yes. So our guys are all about fun, and that's one of our core values is having healthy fun. So why not? We're going to duck down to Laguna Beach on Thursday and hang out down there. We've hired out one of the bungalows, and, and we're going to have our Australia Day party. So we're going to beach cricket, bit of fun. Not sure what all, what, what can we expect? <laughs> well, that'll be incredible. Yeah, that's so the Excess Center for Optimal Fun is the is our little Excess Beach bungalow down at the Pacific Edge Hotel. And there's a bunch of bungalows there and the deck is there and they serve you plenty of food and drink there. And then the beach is right in front of you. So it's it's uh, it's a great great spot to be. I'm sorry, by the way, that I can't be there with you guys. I really, uh, really, really, really would love to be there. But so my son Skyler will be there, we, so that'll we be, can't that'll be wait. good. We've got the Gen Y hanging out with us. Now. Yeah, exactly. You'll have the real fun. <laughs> I can't wait to have a root beer excess. We don't get them in Australia. Can you can you get me one for get one for me? <laughs> root beer is a mixed metis- metaphor in Australia. But the, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but the uh, no, it's it's an, an estranged flavor outside the United States, but uh, but we enjoy it here. So um, well, cool. So how long are you going to be in the United States? Well, we're here. We leave Monday. Uh, Sunday night, sorry, and we get back Tuesday, so we miss a day. And, and on Saturday slash Sunday, as a matter of fact, you wouldn't believe it, there's a, a conference just around the corner for a Network 21. Uh, so we're going to hang out there. I'm going to share our story with a few people on the stage there. And so it's been a jam-packed week, that's for sure. Oh, cool. So, will you see Dave Dorden? Dorden? Yeah, we're going to hang out with Dave. Dave's a good friend of mine, and yeah. Dave's, um, Dave will be in town. And so and then Dave heads to Australia on uh, Saturday night. Oh, cool. And we're going to follow him back, and he's coming to speak for, to our team in Canberra. Oh, the Canberra. Canberra. The Canberra. <laughs> yeah, the Canberra's a little bit different to Laguna right? Beach. Yeah, that's like where you're Washington, D.C. There's just big roundabouts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, please say hi to Dave. I haven't seen him in a while, and uh, he's always a lot of fun. I'm sure you guys are going to have a great He's a heap of time. fun, Dave, that's for sure, yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and so just before we wrap this up, tell me about the uh, the core values of, of uh, weight loss. Yeah. Uh, coaching work. Well, I think this is probably most important. What we worked out is a lady in our team, his name's Julie. Julie and David said to me about three years ago, they said, every business that I know of has core values and what are ours? Because it sort of started with about five or six guys on a bit of a mission to help people get healthy. Right. And we just kept going. And then, you know, five late, five years later, we're like, what are our core values? So we sat down, we brainstormed, went to Hawaii on, a, on one of our trips and, and did some business meetings. And we came up with, with the word healthy. Okay. And we thought healthy would be a good way to... St- no, it's how, do you, how do you loss. spell that? Healthy spelled H-E-A-L-T-H and there's an E on the end. Right. And, and every letter stands for a core value. So H is for healthy family. So we found if you have if healthy family is the start of it all, then you can't get out. If your family's healthy, then you fall in love forever. And we're very big on spouses or partners getting healthy together. It's one of the big secrets. I've found that if you do it on your own, you're a bit of a lone ranger. It's pretty hard, yakka. So yeah. you've got to convince the man. You've got to convince the guy to come down and, you know start a program and by the end they're often the ones that love it the most i mean you've had some incredible results in a short period of time sure the e is for encouragement and that's one of the rules is that we encourage everyone no matter what encouragement just keeps the world afloat you know 
they, there's a what are they, what do we say? You know, the world is full of critics. So you know, our rule is just to encourage more um, accountability. We're always accountable, without a doubt. Accountability is our is our daily thing. L is for lifelong learning because you don't know what you don't know, and when you when you learn what you do know, you realise there's so much more that you don't know. Sure. T for truth and trust. We tell the truth and we trust the program. And the H is for healthy fun. You know, we're all about fun. But it's got to be healthy fun. <laughs> yeah. And excess is a huge part of that. And we travel around the world and we have lots and lots of healthy fun. And then the E, the secret ingredient probably to the whole process is empowering people to be better and bigger than what they were. Smaller on a weight loss level, but bigger on a leadership stage, more influence, and gives them an opportunity to be empowered and to even have their own business if they want and, you know, an entrepreneur or just to make a few bucks on the side or some people can you know get totally and utterly financially free it's up to them that's awesome you know we uh the kick aspirational podcast is all about helping people break through barriers in their life and it sounds like those core values are specifically designed to help people who have failed maybe haven't gotten what they wanted haven't found what they were looking for mm. to choose themselves to work with a team and to break through barriers and to accomplish things that maybe they couldn't do on their own. Totally. It's very exciting. You there's know, a, um, there's I'd a lady like here with us right now named Sue Ellen and you know, she's, you know, mid fifties or early fifties. And she says, now I finally worked out what I want to do when I grow up. She was a canteen <laughs> manager for so long, three years ago, she retired from that field of work. And now she's a full-time weight loss coach, helping people get their life back on track. And oh, she now knows why she was born. Yeah. What's better than that? Watching, helping people. Well, helping people do that's better than that. Yeah. So yeah. she's helped many other people to do the same to get yeah. not just health back, but but get free. Control their get lives. Get freedom. Yeah. yeah. Freedom's incredible. It's not about the amount of money. It's the type of money. And we've found within you know two to five years, most people can get free if right. they follow a simple process. It's. I, I like to say it's about choices, right? I mean, if you could have all the money in North Korea, but if you can't buy anything with it, who cares? Exactly. Versus if you. You know, when you, when you can make more choices in your life and do it in relationships and healthy relationships with other people around you where you're each adding value to each other, I think that's kind of what humans are for, right? No other animal creates wealth, creates value. We're the only ones that can intentionally do it. I mean, there's symbiotic mm, relationships, mm, mm. but it's not intentional. That's right, yeah. We're the only ones who can, we're the only animals that I know of that are like, I'm going to go deliberately help this person and not look for anything in return. You know, if they're good humans, some, some, something good will come back. I don't know what yet. And, and I think, you know, what, what I've seen in your business with, you know, with Weight Loss Coaching Works is that you live that, you breathe that, it's a lifestyle, and it's attractive. And mm. that's why you've got a crew of 30 people flying from Australia to Southern California to develop more of those skills and understanding and experiences you can share with other people. Well, they say, I mean, they say that uh, sugar is more addictive than cocaine, which is... <laughs> true they've shown studies to show that but what we've worked out is that helping people today is more addictive than cocaine that's awesome you you love helping people you'll be in for life and we say sucked in you're in oh that's awesome that's amazing i know we've got uh, we're in an auditorium we've got people coming in from lunch and uh you still have to have lunch today you've been flying all night i do i've got my double x i'll be right um (laughs) but i really appreciate the time ben and and for including excess in your trip and for making all the effort to come here and spend time with us it's been a joy for me. Uh, I'm sure our listeners will love it. And uh, this is the Kick Aspirational Podcast. If you, uh, if you haven't been paying attention, <laughs> this is not a spectator sport. Uh, please send us your notes, your comments, your questions, your criticisms. doesn't matter. Send them to me at David58, D-A-V-E-E-D-5-8. And let us know how we can help you join the fun. Choose yourself and build the life you want. Whatever you do this week, make sure to be Kick Aspirational. Thank you.